Hey, I'm Kevin Dees, and this is the RoboJuice Podcast. Hey guys, it's Kevin. I want to talk about the homepage. I want to talk about how it's easy to get lost in thinking that the homepage is the most important page on your website. It's not. The homepage is not the most important page on your website. Your customers, customer is the first thing we need to care about there. Your customer's landing page is the most important page on your site. You know, we need to shift away from this thought process of it's the homepage, it's the homepage, it's not the homepage. The conversation doesn't need to be about the homepage or any other quote-unquote specific page. We need to think about the concept, the abstract concept, right? The higher level concept of the landing page. And if we address that and understand how to make a good landing page, then all the other issues begin to take care of themselves at the page level. So your customer's landing page is the most important page on your site because that encompasses more than just your homepage. You know, the first page someone enters your website through is called the landing page. So it's that first impression. So while you might think the homepage is the first impression, it's not really, that's not really true. The page that they enter your site through is. They can come from anywhere. You know, when a visitor comes through a blog post, that blog post becomes the first page, which makes it their landing page. Your homepage could be the first page. Sure. That makes it their landing page. But that could also be a product page or any other page on your website. Your customer's landing page is the most important page on your site because it that, that landing page determines if they stay, share your site, or share whatever you're trying to ask them to share. It determines whether or not they're going to read your content or digest it or engage with it buy your products or call you. So then the question moves away from how do I make a good home page into how do I create a really good landing page that drives customers to those end result things that I want, right? Staying, sharing, reading, buying, or calling. So here are four principles I want to give you kind of to dig into this um, to help you with your landing pages. Again, the point isn't right here that we're trying to make a good landing page. The thing I'm trying to get across is we need to take the focus away from the specifics and move a little bit higher level. We need to think about the landing page itself. But here are some principles to kind of help you think about how to make better landing pages, whether it's a blog post or a contact page or your homepage. So, First, you need to keep the landing page focused on the problem your customer is trying to solve. If you're trying to solve too many problems, you're going to confuse them, number one, because they don't know where you're trying to point them. And number two, you could really paralyze them. There's this thing called choice paralysis that can occur, which basically says, hey, if there's too many choices, I'm not going to be able to make a choice and I'm going to walk away. So you need to keep your landing page focused on the real problem that you're trying to solve there, which means don't rant in your blog posts 
and don't display everything on your homepage. Keep the message clear and succinct and core and simple. But inside of that, you also need to have a solid call to action. And we've talked about this in past podcasts and in past articles on our website. But basically, you need to drive the response that you want to create. So your call to action is you taking the steering wheel and driving the customer where you want to. So that I call that comes down to like your images and all kinds of uh, other things like texts and button colors and whatnot. But ultimately, your call to action needs to drive the response. Whether it's an online action like clicking the purchase button, or if it's an on an offline action like uh, picking up the phone and calling you. Either way, your call to action needs to drive the customer toward the specific thing that you're trying to get them to do. If it's a blog post, maybe it's reading, just reading and sharing, right? But you need to have that next step lined up, and that's what your call to action is all about. Again, you need to show the customer how to take the next step, and that next step is communicated through your call to action. Third, and this is a big one, Right? You do not need to assume that your landing page is going to work the way you think. I've seen this so many times. Really, a good landing page comes down to testing. Knowing the best path comes through A-B testing, which is like split testing. I'm going to show you a, a page with a red button and that same page, but I'm going to change it slightly. I'm going to change the button to blue. Now, based on that change, which one performs better? Obviously, the difference there might not necessarily be high. You want to look for about a 10% margin um, in difference there. But the idea here is that we need to test our ideas. We can't just assume things are right. Like, there's so many studies on this. Like, one of them was they had put a big secure badge on the site. Um, and you would say, hey, a secure badge on the site, that would make you know, people complete the, uh, the action that you're trying to get them to achieve. That should empower that. We should get more clicks if there's a secure button on the page. Well, shockingly, right, that page was outperformed by the same page without the button that said this page is secure. So, you know, you can't assume that just by putting certain things on the page, it's going to work great. You got to test it. And so, again, that third principle there is let's not make any assumptions here. Yes, let's decide where we're going to start. Let's actually build something out, but we don't need to assume things. And so there's just, again, there's so many examples of this where basically the point is you've got to A-B test your landing pages, right? And I got to hit on you know, the second one again here. We've got to A-B test them because we want to get people to do them, and that comes through a solid call to action. And so your A-B testing is going to be tweaking your call to action quite a bit. Again, I you know a blog post, for example, is a really good example. Your, your blog post is still trying to get somebody to do something, right? Whether it's reading it and moving to the bottom of the page or sharing it, you need to make sure that each of your landing pages has a specific track for people to take. I remember doing a pest control site and, you know, basically it's just a bunch of text about the service, but there's no schedule a service button. There's no call to action on the page. It's just, hey, we'll take care of your fire ants and your termites and your rodents and whatnot. 
but there was no way to say, okay, that's great, now what? So come in, give them an actual call to action and their online subscriptions after killing off their ad campaigns and just focusing the money on that, their stuff, their traffic dropped. But guess what? Their form submissions went through the roof 300%. So, you know, their, their requests for new business went up 300%. Sorry, not just form submissions on the schedule page. So, you know, just an example there of where you've got to test certain things. You've got to have a solid call to action. You know, finally, uh, kind of the fourth thing, the fourth principle that I'm going to throw at you today is you've got to use these principles. You cannot fall into that category of people who think, oh, there's there's this shortcut. There's this one thing that's just going to like really, man, that's going to shoot me to the top. I'm going to do that one thing and it's just going to, Man, it's going to help me crush it. That's just not going to happen. So you've got to use all the principles that you have and make those work for you. So again, making a great landing page requires understanding a multitude of factors. And that's why we need these principles. You know, you've got things that uh, affect things like photos and the videos on your site and the text and the buttons and the layout of your website as well as like things like customer demographics, the customer's wants, emotions, and their, you know, the relationships that they have. All that goes into a page and how it performs, and it just gets way too complicated for little simple tricks to have any real solid effect across multiple customers. So you've got to remember to follow the principles. You cannot get distracted by the idea that this one thing is going to really like, oh, that's going to be the magic ticket. There isn't. Yes, you can try each one over time and slowly it will build you up. But don't think that you're just going to get to set it and forget it. It's just not going to happen. Again, I don't want these principles to distract us from the conversation we're trying to have. I want to give you some practical ammo so you can go and make really good landing pages. But here's the core point. We need to think about the landing page as the most important page, not the home page, not that specific page. We have to think in context of landing pages. So, you know, if you can sit back, I remember watching these cartoons, right? The Scooby-Doo comedic chase scenes where Scooby and the gang are in the hallway of doors. And you've got like the three doors on the right and the three doors on the left. And you're looking down the hallway and... You know, the gang walks in one door, and then you never know what other door they're going to come out of. If it's going to be the gang or, like, the monster or the villain that they're trying to chase down, you never know what's going to come out of the door. And the same is true for your website. You cannot assume that somebody, you know, you cannot assume that a specific door or specific page is more important. You never know who's coming out or who's going in to each page. So we need to pay attention to all of them, think through of them, through them properly. And hey, if you don't have time for all of your pages at once, yeah, sure, the home page is a great place to start. But let's not get caught up in the home page. You know, we need to have a plan of attack. We need to have a strategy for how we're going to move through each of these pages over time, over the lifetime of your website, a redesign of your website. I've seen this so many times. 
you, you'll design a website. Two years later, three years later, maybe you say, "Oh, I need a, I need a new website." So you redesign your website, and then all the focus is on the homepage again. And by doing that, you're just you're losing so much. I would almost rather you not redesign your site, quote unquote, redesign, reskin it, make it look prettier. Right? That's typically what that really is. I would rather you take that time and energy and make your other pages, your other landing pages, more performant before you take that big leap over into a new design. Again, uh, that's a whole other subject of the right time to redesign a site. But the point is, like, we cannot turn this redesign, this these these things that we decide to do because we're just not happy with the homepage, with how our brand feels online. Yes, we need to pay attention to those things, but the subject matter here is really the landing pages. So I want to challenge you. Go out there. Look at your website. Find your top landing pages. Go into Google Analytics or something like that. If you have tracking systems set up, talk to your team and say, what are our top landing pages? How can we make them better? Let's not just focus on the home page because the landing page is the most important page on your website. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. If you don't mind hopping over to iTunes and giving us a review, if you like the show, that would be awesome. We would love to see five stars from you. But if not, that's totally cool. Up to you. If you don't know what RoboJuice is, we take the guesswork out of web by using a proven process. We offer digital solutions that help companies eliminate the stress of maintaining an effective online platform freeing you business owners to focus your time and energy on the areas that fuel your passion and creativity. So if you want to get in contact with us, you can head over to robojuice.com slash podcast, and we would love to hear from you there. Thanks again so much for your time today, and I hope you have a good one.